Planet. We're on minute 42. I'm your host, Rob, and joined, as always, as always, as always, by Joe. It's me! Um, this is, uh, we're going through the movie Tombstone minute by minute. Uh, yeah. I just want to be clear, this is the 1993 release of Tombstone, uh, in case there's another version that people have been this far into. I'm um, so confused. <laughs> uh, in this minute... Wyatt and Josephine finally meet. 42 minutes for our uh, romantic leads, if you will. Yep, turns out that's who he saw. That's who she. That's who he saw. I'm sorry, spoilers. Uh, you're right. Yes, they see that. They see, uh, they see Josephine. Uh, it, nice hat, Josephine. She looks like Mary Poppins. It's better than her space coat. She's wearing all black. It's oh, so weird. You, you're a big color theme guy on here. I it just like it looks like she's going to like a funeral or something. Maybe Joe, that's because that's what she thinks about marriage as an institution. Well, yeah. mm. I mm. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into this, uh, I want to talk about the actress that plays Josephine, Dana Delaney. Uh, she plays Josephine, and uh, I wanted to know, you know, what else has she been in? Let's do a little bit of research. If only there's a place you could find that stuff out. I know. So I did. Did you have to email her and ask which movie she's yes, been in? I emailed her agent and said, please be on this podcast and tell me what other things you've been in. Um, she was known, pretty well known apparently, uh, before Tombstone for a ABC television show, a primetime ABC television show. Do you know what show it is, Joe? I do not. It's a show I never heard of. Um, sort of a little too young for this but it was called china beach and it aired oh. from 88 to 91 and she was the lead of it she won two primetime emmys oh, that's pretty good um she played the main character uh who was a catholic girl from lawrence kansas and nurse with the five five evac hospital in vietnam during the 60s um yeah, and she won two emmys for it and then after that uh, probably near and dear to our heart, uh, Dana Delaney voiced uh, Lois Lane in the uh, in DC animated stuff, including Batman the Animated Series. Oh, uh, I like those. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I this is from Wikipedia. It uh, it said that, and it, I don't know why this is in here. Just one sentence in an interview, she said she loves to play quote complicated characters. Oh. You know, I love any actor or actress that really wants to play complicated characters. <laughs> She's looking for a challenge. <laughs> she definitely found one here. <laughs> Whereas uh, 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 the late, great Bill Paxson wanted to take a little break and decided he wanted a simple character for yes. Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me someone that's a simple character. Uh, so, yeah, Dana Delaney. How about that? Two-time Emmy winner. I vaguely remember the name of it, like that. Maybe seen commercials for that or something. But yeah, I was too young to watch that. Uh, so Dana Delaney. So Josephine. A little bit of research on here. I want to bring this up. Uh, we talk about her uh, Behan connection, and I think we had talked about this earlier. Um, uh, but she apparently, when she met Sheriff John Behan, um, she. She was 17 and he was 33. Sounds, yeah, sounds about right. Um, but apparently this whole, like, 
seven like there's this whole era of her life that is like 74 to 1880 is just like unknown like she moved away she went to arizona where she had a quote-unquote adventure um this is where like we're pretty sure she was probably a prostitute but um uh the real josephine earp was very private about this and actually um threatened legal action against writers and movie producers so uh, uh, too late now. Yeah, You're... she must should should have survived through ninety three. Although I think uh, she probably would have been cool with this betrayal. I mean, I don't know. Not too bad. I mean, compared to you know. Oh, being... that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, so yeah, that's her thing. She described her first years in Arizona as a bad dream. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very different from an adventure. Yes, those are <laughs> both quotes. In this Wikipedia article, so she said apparently both of them. It could be an adventure that turned into a bad dream. Yeah. Um, and so she was with BN for a while, and of course, you know, she leaves him. Um, so here we are. Wyatt and Josephina finally met. Um, and they go through introductions. Yeah, I I had a lot of trouble paying attention to anything. Other than Wyatt's shirt that gets buttoned up in the back. <laughs> what is up with that? Whose brilliant idea was that? And how does he even get it buttoned? His wife's hands are shaking all the time. <laughs> Maybe they don't shake because she takes so much laudanum. Yeah, or I and I, or maybe he buttons it up first and then puts it on like a like a t-shirt or something. He puts his I don't arms know. way up in the air. It's like. It's maddening. Like I can't take my eyes off all those buttons in the back. We maybe we should buy some shirts of buttons in the back. No. Is there a name for shirts of buttons in the back? Uh, useless. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, the- it, it drives me insane. I, I, as I had a re- you know, I was, I'll be honest. I I was really working to try to find material for this minute, and I'm just <laughs> watching it over and over again. Like there must be something funny I can notice, and then just. I get more and more aggravated looking at that stupid shirt. Well, I don't like have... his shirts. You, you, you. The costume choices for Wyatt and um, and Josephine are a bit interesting these last few minutes. She had her spacesuit. I know you weren't a fan of his uh, stripes he was wearing at the Pharaoh table. Um, and uh, now she's got that little hat, dressed all in black. Um, and so when they do introductions, he you know, is saying who he is. And she's like, oh, I know that, which now we know why she knows. Um, And then she introduces herself, and he's like, everybody knows. Yeah. She's an item. So is that what that means? Or, like, it seems weird to me that she's more known in Tombstone than Wyatt Earp. Well, look at that reception she got in the saloon. It's a star rolling through. Um, That's true. She danced with Candy Bob. I like how they had a little Lemony Snicket exchange, too. Like, dude, this is fortuitous. Oh. That, that means lucky. I know what fortuitous means. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, she really has her nose up in the air on that line, right? A little bit. I mean, he's a pharaoh dealer. I think he probably knows a lot about luck and words people use of to talk about luck. That's a point. Uh, so, yeah, he knows that's what it means. Uh, and then, Joe, let's, we don't want to get too far without mentioning... Uh, the horses start to get a little excited. Mm, frisky. Um, you know, love is in the air. 
Do you think... Now, you know me. I go on some pretty wild tangents on this podcast. Yes. Do you think the horses might be a metaphor for this couple? Mm. Oh, maybe. Because I don't. We'll just have to see what happens. I don't know. They're clearly not. <laughs> Later on, one of the horses meets up with a bunch of other ones, and uh, uh, one of the horses is actually married, and <laughs> their other horse has been uh, eating poppies all day, <laughs> and it's just oh. passed out in the pasture. <laughs> <laughs> is that your wife over there? What about her? Well... <laughs> um, <laughs> We, uh, she also mentions, no, he mentions that the, uh, he goes, that mare is in season. Yeah. And I have decided from this moment on, that is a line I'm going to use. <laughs> oh, God, this is a family <laughs> podcast. Just whenever there's a time we say it, like, oh, look at that, Joe, that mare is in season. <laughs> oh, don't. Everything, you just make everything with horses so weird. <laughs> they that's not my fault that's just what horses do that's their fault they look weird and i don't i don't listen we had a whole episode about horses have you ever seen the silicon valley episode where they show horses uh who well let's see we can just say are in season oh yes <laughs> have, i have seen a horse in season once before and it was horrifying <laughs> were you um, a youngster no. Maybe this maybe this explains your trauma. Did you see All something? Right. I will. It's story time with Rob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Normally, this is a. I I really I, hope you saw it and you cried. I feel like you've been stealing the the show with uh, my joke called life stories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I went. Uh, the town I grew up in has a rodeo every <laughs> summer. Yeah, and you I, always say that we're going to go to that, and we still haven't. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I went uh, – I think I was in high school. I believe I was in high school somewhere around maybe like my first year out of high school. I think I was in college. doesn't matter. I went there, and uh, they're doing the national anthem, and they like uh, bring out like all the rodeo <laughs> – queens or i don't know the rodeo yeah, women you've told me this story it's with so their funny. flags and they come by and they all stand there triumphantly there's if you ever if you've never been to rodeo you will never see so many american flags in your life it is un, it's too many to count so they're all out there and they're singing the national anthem and it's pretty quiet right everyone's showing respect um and one of the horses just starts peeing <laughs> and it's quiet enough that like you can hear it <laughs> Because it is not a gentle stream. No. I mean, it is like... It's like a hose turns just, on. A hose just pouring onto the rodeo <laughs> field. And you're like, oh... And, like, so you, you can't help but look over at that horse. <laughs> and then the horse finishes. And I don't know if it was all the sexy rodeo girls on him or what, but all of a sudden that horse was in season. <laughs> and, like, this woman is singing the national anthem as a horse just peed all over and then got very aroused <laughs> it's a patriot and, and yeah and they say rodeos are for families no way <laughs> how do you explain that to, a, there, did to a murmur go through the crowd 
there was a murmur. I, I must have been in high school because there was definitely a murmur in our section because we were <laughs> laughing really hard. Like I was gonna say, like how do how do you explain that to a kid? I don't even know how it, to explain it to when I saw it as a teenager or like a young adult. Like you don't you don't that's you do not unsee that. No, it's it's, it's not natural. <laughs> well, it turns out it is extremely natural. <laughs> so you know that might be part of the horse issue. So uh, what did you and Rob talk about on the podcast today? Horse erections? <laughs> Only for Come like on. about two minutes. Come on, Joe. Rein it in. <laughs> That's the dirtiest <laughs> word we've said on this podcast. Um, okay. One more question on this, and then uh, anything else you have on this minute. Let's say – because she, she you know, says, let's run it out of them. What if he didn't – Go with her. <laughs> yeah, I always think that would be so funny if he just like, well, all right. He turns around and just kind of trots away, continues his little ride. Cause wouldn't you? I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this a little more as we move through this week. But I have an alternate edition of this movie that would just take a few cuts, and I think would make a much more entertaining movie. Um, and that's, that's this the, is that's, that's the first one. It's potentially one right there where you. It cut just it. cuts to him like coming back by himself into town. Like, oh, that was a nice little day. <laughs> Um, does anything in this movie change? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I usually fast forwarded through all the parts with her. So, so for me, no, the ending changes, but not the ending that people care about. You know what I mean? Like the, the doc, none of the doc stuff changes. No. Yeah. Um, It doesn't really, nothing of consequence changes really. I've talked a lot, told a lot of stories. Do you have anything more on uh, this minute? No, I don't. I mean, nothing. It's whatever happens this minute just keeps happening for another two or three minutes. So I can always bring it up tomorrow if I forgot something. Right. Well, tomorrow's a big day. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Our our Huckleberry Wednesday. Huckleberry Wednesdays continue. Uh, We uh, only have two lines of dialogue, I believe, to talk about. But we bring it in the best. We're bringing in Duff. He's coming back. He's a ratings bonanza. <laughs> It'll be fun. Um, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 43. Yep.